0: Bringing back some of the most famous ancient beauty products back into modern day market. I'm here with Rana Vat botanics creator, Michelle. And we're going to talk about how she's used her Indian heritage to create a beauty empire. I was just complaining about how I'm literally having a burnout with social media, a burnout with... Is. I'm having a burnout. Like I just... I don't know, what about you?
1: No, I feel the exact same way. I, I literally feel like there's just, I don't know, I just feel like maybe people aren't hearing me or something. So now I've been doing maybe more stories and videos. And mm-hmm. I actually find that people connect with that real content more anyway yeah. than like the really overproduced things that I stress out about. I don't know, I'm just going with it. You're going with it. But I agree. I think it's, it's hard to keep up. And sometimes, especially when you're creating your own thing, like there's a lot of noise that you see. Like, oh, so-and-so has like this many followers or so-and-so, mm-hmm. you know, Vogue wrote about them immediately. You're this thing. I mean, it's really hard to, then you're hearing this negativity in your head and you're not able to focus on what your, you know, your journey is.
0: And so what would you advise is to just ignore the talk and the noise?
1: i would i think i posted something yesterday about don't keep any tenants in your head unless they're good tenants <gasps> meaning like that. you know don't or i think it's like don't rent your head to someone unless they're a good tenant you yeah know, right I love it's that. like unless someone's serving you in a very positive way that and they may not be a bad person so i'm not saying like okay just because you know if you're you're choosing to not follow this person or you don't want to see their content that means they're bad or they're not good but just because they're good doesn't mean they need to be good they're good to you at that moment. Yeah. Right? Like put people around you that are gonna feed your creativity instead of sort of take away from it.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that but sometimes I feed stories in my head and it's not people it's me that are like I'm the bad tenant sometimes in my (laughs) own building in my brain right how do you deal with that I mean I think
1: all of us have those moments where and I think that's honestly part of starting a business or starting anything it's really controlling the negativity in your own head right like so there's always influencers around us whether they're you know in real life or online but a lot of times it just can get to us right and sometimes it depends on the circumstance Uh like if i just heard something negative about me and then i go online i see the same you know something positive in that same vein happen to someone else you know, it's in your head. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is just like knowing what your limits are and find a way to like, okay, what helps me sometimes is listening to motivational podcasts, right? Yeah. So I'll be like, okay, I'm not feeling it right now. There's a lot of like... Wait, wait, wait
0: what, podca- what podcast do you Dream listen to? Dream Big, of Dream course. Big. Oh, yeah. yes. You know, I was so excited when you sent, sent me a message saying, I love your podcast. I'm like, oh my God, that got me so excited. I just, I
1: love your podcast. And I, I love, you know, really, you're one of those people that... I can tune in on any day, whether it's your stories or your podcast, for something positive in my life. Like, oh. you always start your day with I a smile. smile on your face. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that is because you're living the life that you wanted to create for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that makes you happy. And I feel the same way. Like, a lot of people, I'm sure they tell you this, like, oh, I don't know how you do it. Like, you're missing this, or you're always traveling. And I'm like, but I love those things too. Yeah. Like, I just, I love Monday. I love waking up
0: and yeah. doing what I do. You know, so let's talk about what you do, you guys. I met Michelle. Actually, we met through our kids. So this is—I don't know if anybody listening out there has kids when they start school. Uh, it's a really interesting thing when kids start school because then you start meeting like other, you know, kids' parents. Yeah, and sometimes it could get weird, and then sometimes it could be really cool when you hit yeah, it off. Yeah, totally. Uh, but me and Michelle, we we hit it off at her son's birthday party. Uh, and literally, it was like a rainy day. I took Colette. Ray no, was out of town. And we just like naturally hit it off at this birthday party. And then you told me that you have a skincare line. And she like gave me like a box of skincare products. So I was just like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Take Colette to a party and I leave with the goodies. <laughs> uh, and then I started using her products. And I really, really love um, the serums that you have. Like the hair serum is like oh, amazing. Uh, like her products are awesome, you guys. We're going to talk more about it. But if you want to research it, ran a vet, it's your last name, yeah. It's just my last name, Ronavat. R a n a v a t. Ronavat. That's mm-hmm. how you pronounce it. Um, and what I like about your products is there's a story behind it. You know, you are Indian. You're Indian descent, or mm-hmm. you're born in you're born in India. I was
1: no, I was actually born in Wisconsin. Which Wisconsin, can, like get yeah. you. It's kind of an interesting story.
0: Yeah, I want to hear about but. that. Should we talk about yeah, it? Yeah, let's talk okay. about it. So you're from Wisconsin and end up in LA. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: With like a detour in New York City.
0: But so the interesting thing is, so
1: both of my parents are from India. They came in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And it was so honestly... funny because my parents
0: are from <laughs> Armenia. And both of them came in the, like the late 70s Oh, really? Too. Yeah. Oh, my God. So well, I wonder th-
1: I'm sure there's more in the story. Because I feel like a lot of immigrant families go through this. But they came. My dad had a, a job. He was like... He's a chemist. But he was actually, instead of doing anything that was like really using his degree was like moving around these heavy drums in the warehouse in wisconsin because that's where he went to settle because we knew like a cousin of a cousin that lived Mm -hmm. there and um so the interesting story is that one night my dad found out that he lost his job and it was really tough for them and then my mom was working nights at a printing press and she comes home and she's like um i'm pregnant and they were like, oh my gosh. And, and I think they were, they were trying for a while. So they're excited. But I think it was just this like confluence of like, okay, well, how are we going to make it work? Right. And I think, uh, that was a moment where my dad was like, you know what? I'm not going to work for someone else anymore. And I'm already in the situation. So I'm going to just make something out of it. And so his family, actually the reason that my parents get got together is that they were sort of put in touch by, they're all come from a long line of chemists. So they all own their own businesses. So my dad had that inspiration growing up. So in our basement in Wisconsin, he started his company. Wow. Yeah. And my mom would work nights and he would like kind of take care of me, you know, like frozen mac and cheese and whatever you could get. And like, that's kind of how I grew up. And what did your
0: father create?
1: So now he has a chemicals business that is like, quite it's like he has an office in India and he sells to all the large pharmaceutical companies all these new products that go into creating new drugs and developing them. But literally like he couldn't even afford inventory to keep. So what he would do is he would like cold call all these people and he'd sell the product first. He'd be like, Okay, you want like ten grams of this product? Okay, sure, I'll get it for you. And then he would go buy it. <laughs> so that he knew that he would like get the yeah, money from some because yeah. he didn't have the money to even buy his own inventory. And that was like way before everyone had startups that you just go get funding and raise money. I mean, this is just like in the basement of Wisconsin, no new, like didn't know anyone. His parents were back in India, like no one could help him. And he just did what he needed to do. And to me, a lot of people are like, well, how did you come up with this idea? Or how do you? And it really, it was none of that. It was like, when you see your parents create something out of nothing mm-hmm. slowly over the years, like that's... that's a motivator that will just absolutely outweigh anything else you can see in your life. Yeah. You know, like I saw And don't you
0: feel like as a mom now when you are hustling and working and making it happen, you know your kids are going to like want to be just like you and, you know, follow in your footsteps?
1: Um, Honestly, like I, that's, those are moments that I just, I, I love because one time we were in Nordstrom and my product had just launched there and Uh my son was like and I think he still didn't get it but he was just like oh that's our product and he said our product Uh I thought was kind of cool and I don't know he I don't think he really like got that that was kind of a big deal but in my heart, I just felt like, wow, like this little kid has seen this happen and he's excited and he recognizes it. And know, it just makes me really happy because it's really about the example and not necessarily what you say to your kid. I mean, of course, what you say to your kids matters, but like showing
0: them is so important. So important. Do you sometimes get mom shamed for working?
1: Um, I get a lot of comments about like, oh, well, how do you do that? Or I don't know if I would want to do that. That sounds so stressful. Um, And my husband works a lot too. And I feel like between the two of us, we're always like in one city or the other and kind of... But I don't know. I do get that, like, kind of a lot, actually.
0: For me, when I get these comments, um, the mom shaming comments, I actually kind of like look at those people shaming me and being like, how do you not think like me, right? That's Mm -hmm. how I feel. No, I... for me, it's very normal to be... Hustling. Like, you know, you know, I'll give you an example is my mom. She doesn't really need to work. Like I had a conversation with her the other day. She was complaining to me. She's a real estate agent in Glendale. And uh so is my mother-in-law. They're both real estate agents in Glendale. And I told my mom she was like complaining to me about the market. I'm like, mom, why are you working? You do not need to work. And she stopped and she looked at me, she's like, I know, but I like working. I want I wanna create. I wanna like mm-hmm. she has this urge to constantly create and do well and and she she likes working and i kind of was like you know that's probably where i get it from like my mom and oh, dad yeah. were always working when i was young mm-hmm. and they created an amazing life for my my brother and myself and i just you know that's what i grew up under like that's what i was used to and i i was really proud of what my dad had accomplished and yeah. my mom and i am proud of my mom now that she is like in her mid-50s and still hustling when she doesn't really need to um and I don't know I just feel like I I, I find it weird when people shame me because I'm just kind of like wait up, why don't you think like I think
1: well yeah or I feel I mean I have the same and I think it's like not a coincidence I feel like my dad is the same way like he's turning 70 and he's like literally goes to work every single yeah. day loves every moment yeah. of it um and he's just really like enjoying what he's doing and I feel like that's the life that I want to live like someone said If you do what you love, you never work a day in your life, right? It's like the same thing.
0: When I take breaks, like if I'm not working, like I start losing my mind. Actually, right now, I do. But right (laughs) now I'm going through, my mind is really foggy and cluttered. Like I'm about to take a little break with the kids and I cannot wait. I like, I really can't wait to just have a little time off. It's only like a week, but I just need it. You've yeah, created so you've created this skincare line. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about like how it started, the idea, how it came oh, about, gosh, and yeah. what it took to like put it together.
1: There, I mean, honestly, there's just been so many random So I actually studied. I have a master's in well, I have an undergrad in industrial engineering, master's in engineering management. So I always was like a science-y kind of person, and not really thinking I could do anything like fun with it. I was still like such a nerd and like loved seeing like going to factories. It's really weird, but I loved it. And so um, I guess so after college, I worked in um, investment banking for a while. got a little experience in finance. And um, in 08, I was at Lehman Brothers. So literally like I got laid off. This entire company collapsed. And I had worked like when you work in investment banking, like it's day and night and weekends. And I felt like I gave my soul to this company and I just got totally laid off and I was really lost. And at that time, my dad was like, well, you know, you did study engineering and you haven't really done anything with it. He's like, why don't you help me? You might like it. And I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this, like chemicals company, like just, sounded so boring to me. Um, But I thought like, I was like, you know, I like kind of owe it to my dad and I, it was so hilarious, but I thought I was doing him a favor. He was obviously doing me a huge favor by being like, hey, I'll give you a job. Yeah. Um. So I ended up taking it, and I was like, but, you know, I don't want to move. So I was still in New York. And he's like, sure, do it from your desk there. And I literally thought, like, I'd be in and out. I stayed for six years. I loved it. Like, I flew around the world to go to all these different factories, and I saw – I'd work with like the pharmaceutical companies to like say, "Hey, do you want this product in this quality?" And I'd like really just get behind the scenes and I. It's like how it's made. Like it just was kind of cool to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And um, so then, kind of fast forwarding, I had my kids and I. I started like really digging into these like ancient. Um, formulas on like after childbirth or like I started losing my hair. Uh, I don't know if that that did that happen to you?
0: First time, yes. Not the second time as much, but the first time was intense. I
1: have pictures. Like it happened both times to me. And I was like, mom, like what do people do? And she's like, oh, there's this hair oil. Like you should use Amla for your hair. And I was like, oh, should I? Okay, So I started kind of like mixing things up and finding out that it worked. And then I, I was like, wait a minute. Like this is incredible. Like these ingredients should be accessible to everyone yeah. and so when I and I, I used to, it took me like two or three weeks to get these ingredients I'm like, oh this stuff needs to be like down the street you know, yeah this is so good and then I thought about like what that problem was that I was trying to solve I'm like well you know you kind of need to have like a background in supply chain and engineering and like understanding how things are made and I was like wait like those are the things that I studied and then in terms of like you know finance and investment banking I was like oh well I think that's like really gonna help me too and so I just sort of the moment I had that like light bulb moment it was like that's it like I was working my son was six months old Mm. I was still working at my dad's because I wanted to continue to like actually have money so I can put it into the business and I would just work from like 8 p.m. to like 2 a.m. every night for months how did you do with a six
0: month old oh my god that's the time where you're supposed to be resting
1: you know I think it was like I just wasn't resting so it was like just kind of what happened and i think the nice thing is that i had support because i had my first child so we had a full-time nanny at that Mm -hmm. time so it was like you know i I was like breastfeeding him and i i mean but i had like that extra set of hands in the afternoon where like okay i can like actually focus on things but really in the during the day was not really where a lot of work happened it was like at night No, that's when i get creative too right it's so much fun yeah. And India's open at night, so it was kind of helpful <laughs> for me,
0: so. Let's talk about your line, your skincare line, and what is the story behind it. Um, your background, you're Indian, so that plays a big role in your skincare line, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yeah, so Ranava, a lot of people say, like, oh, what does that mean? And I just kind of, it, it is my last name. But there's actually, like, some incredible meaning behind it. Rana means king. and these, the Ranavat family, actually the lineage is to um, the kings and queens of Rajasthan, India. So I just, I fell in love with this idea of like, oh my gosh, these kings and queens are like mixing these elixirs and these roses and saffron, and oh my gosh, like it just sounds like such a indulgent, beautiful way to take care of yourself. And ultimately, like that's what Ranavat is for. It's to take care of yourself, to feel like royalty, and use something that has like really been um, refined and thought about. Like I I think about every little element, whether it's like the chemistry behind the different oils, how we process them. Like I really get into the details and and sourcing is like what I love to do. Mm -hmm. And so I add all of that. So it's really this like journey back in time.
0: Wow. How long did it take you to come about with the idea to creating the product?
1: Um, okay. So September 2017. So it's like, it hasn't even been two years. It's like when I launched, I think it took me a year to kind of Mm -hmm. get everything together. I launched at Indie Beauty Expo in New York, which 2017. So yeah, it took me a year. But actually, I think like, had I not created the deadline of like, okay, August or, you know, whatever, in two thousand seventeen, like this is a day that it's happening. I don't know that it would have happened because like literally the day that I lot like went to that trade show, my website went live, like everything yeah. just like happened super last minute. And I just think it's like it's just a tough thing to pin down. So like my biggest advice I feel like is just like have a deadline and know that you may not make it, but like you just need to have one. Yeah. Cause otherwise it's gonna get pushed out forever.
0: Oh yeah, I'm dealing with that right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is like the biggest satisfaction you get from when you hear people using your products?
1: It's all about how they feel. Mm-hmm. Like to me, when I get those emails or I get the review or the if I'm with the customer live, it's just like, oh, I felt like royalty. I felt like I was transported to this yeah. beautiful garden. exotic, Yeah. Yeah, Just like the feeling that they get. And I think it's like this is actually someone this guy. Jay. Sh- Do you know Jay Shetty? He's this, like, Indian, mm. yeah, of course. he used to be I saw a monk.
0: Him, I saw him last week, actually, oh, at this you? Jada Pickett-Smith event. Oh, really? He he's so cool. It. He's, like, a spiritual guy, right? Yeah, he used
1: to be a monk. Wait, well, he used to
0: be a monk? Yeah, he used to be a monk, and then he... He's, he's, like, he looks like a model. I know, like he does look like a model. Oh, my God, yes, <laughs> I saw him last week at the Jada Pickett uh, Red Table Talk Lunch, and he was hosting it.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, well, you should see his wife. She's, like, a model, too. Wait, They're, what's his story? Like,
0: He was a monk? He
1: used to be a monk, and then he actually got rejected by so many media companies. He's like, I want to make wisdom go viral. I want to, like, do little snippets of everyday wisdom. And, like, everyone said no to him. So he's like, okay, I'll just, like, start my own thing. And literally, it just, like, boom. Yeah. And now he's just everywhere. He's such a motivator, especially yeah. for, like, the younger generation. Yeah. And one thing that he said, like, really stuck with me he was, like, you are the happiest when you're in the service of others. Yeah. And that's kind of where this whole line comes from. It's like, I feel so happy when I can serve someone with this feeling of feeling taken, like, being taken care of, um, that they feel that they're royalty. And so to me, like that's what gives me the most satisfaction.
0: Mm-hmm. It's funny you say that because I'm thinking about like how I feel at service. And I feel like I feel at service when people say they're inspired to dream big and pursue their dreams. Yes, exactly. I really do feel like I'm doing my service. And
1: you are. You do that. I mean, that's one of the things that stands out to me the most about you.
0: That's so crazy because mm-hmm. when I do use your products, just the scent is very royal. Ooh, I like that. It is well, very yeah. royal. And it just t- it's very exotic, so it does take me to like this like place I've never been before in my life. You guys have to check out our products. Where can everybody buy your products?
1: Um, so, of course, my website, but um, I'm also on neimanmarcus.com. Oh, that's amazing. And, which has been great. And then also, have you heard of Credo Beauty or Detox Market? No. So... You have to check it out. Okay. So there are two stores. They have um, nationwide locations, mm-hmm. but they're all about non-toxic beauty or just yeah. clean skincare in general. Yes. And they have like a list of no's. And it's just great because you can walk in there and they have some amazing products and they still look and feel luxurious. But you know that you don't have to do research on it. You yeah. can just buy whatever's there. Yeah. And so that's I'm been a I'm all good about
0: resource. clean beauty right now. Um, I, you know, as I get older, now that I'm a mom, like it's really important for me. That it's not just what I eat but what I put on my skin as mm-hmm. well, the skin is like the largest um, organ. organ. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you have to be careful of what you put on your skin as long as, just just like like what you're eating, right? It's People, the same, same thing. freaking
1: thing, yeah. And the thing that, like what I also understand when you create ingredient or when you create products is like thinking about, okay, for example, um, in my serum. So I use like a low heat technique so that basically if you have heat, you're kind of cooking away a lot of what would impact your skin, all the vitamins and minerals. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like if you had like a carrot that you're just like pulling from the ground that's raw, that's gonna have a different nutritional, um, I guess, impact than let's say something that's like a frozen carrot or like a yeah. steamed carrot like yes. or carrots that are canned right that they're right. all different they're the same ingredient so sometimes it's not just like okay i'm gonna look at the back of the box and see what's in there it's connecting with the person that's making it and understanding like are they using methods that are
0: keeping the active ingredients active so that's a great tip right there because like just to be more conscious like and when mm-hmm. you're buying things, be a smart consumer. When I'm when you're talking, you can't help but stare at your skin. Oh You've God. got like Thank flawless you. skin. Do you even have makeup on right now?
1: Very light. I put. Um, I only use like a tinted moisturizer if necessary. But yeah. usually, like every day. I mean, the thing that I'm like yeah. super particular on is like hat sunscreen mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, like that's a must. Yeah, because prevention is way more powerful than anything that anyone else can sell you so I say that but the second thing is like use active ingredients you know yeah a lot of what's out there has tons of fillers in it Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that they're yes no there's tons of fillers
0: no there's tons of fillers and This is what I like hated is like I would buy products because I see my favorite influencer using or I would read about it in a magazine. And these are like some big name products. But then they're not the most healthiest thing to put on your skin, especially daily. I was using this oil like day and night thinking it's like the best thing God invented for my Mm -hmm. skin. And then you look in the back, it's fillers. There's silicone in there. Like Mm -hmm. this is not good for you. The interesting thing about okay so i'll talk about silicone for one second just
1: because i think it's helpful the hair oil that i have or even just if you're talking about a facial oil silicone makes it you feel a certain way right it's the like texture. a petroleum derivative yeah it like feels right but the thing is that or maybe some petroleum but anyway whatever it's a feeling what it does is it's sitting on the surface of your skin and your hair so when you touch it you're like ooh, it feels so soft the reality is you're just touching that silicone you're not your hair isn't soft what's on top of your hair is and when you wash it off it's actually making your hair more dry. Yeah, It's stripping. So I think you have to, it's like you have to go beyond like what that immediate feeling is um, and actually think about what that product is doing because those are two different things sometimes.
0: I know, that's so true. Which is
1: crazy because, yeah, I mean, foaming face wash is like a great example of like, it seems like, oh my God, it's so cool, it's like doing something. But is it? I mean, that's more just the, you can see it, but it doesn't actually mean that it's cleaning your skin. And we more. get
0: caught up in the stories. Mm-hmm. We get caught up in like, oh, you know, like you feel like it's like instant gratification, but it's just instant and that's about it. And Doesn't, that's about it. Yeah. Like you're
1: not really knowing what the impact is. And I found like at 30, almost 38, like I feel like my skin is the best it's ever been. Mm-hmm. And that, and I use like three things. That's Talk it. to us what you use. So I love spraying my tonic because mm-hmm. one thing. Oh, my God. It's amazing. You like it? Which one's The amazing. jasmine? Is yes, the one the jasmine. Use, yeah, the jasmine. I brought you the rose this time, but the jasmine is like, you literally feel like you're in a is garden. the rose one? That's the uh, rose. It's okay, 100% gonna, steam distilled Bulgarian. I'm going to be using And it's organic. Right it's so, it's just like a very like, um, I'll take a second.
0: Oh, the smell. The smell is just on another level. So, what
1: I love, so, one common misconception about just skincare and skin in general is like dry versus dehydrated. Mm -hmm. Do you know about that?
0: <sighs> yes, I drink a lot of coffee so I have oh god, me too. dehydrated skin. I, I don't coffee. drink as much water. Yeah, me neither. But, but I think a lot of times we don't know the difference. So
1: for example, like if your skin's dehydrated it's lacking water. If your skin's dry it's lacking oil. And so sometimes we'll be like, "Oh my god, my skin's feeling dry," and you'll put an oil on, but really it's dehydrating. It's mm-hmm. lacking water, and we know that oils don't have water in them, right? They don't mix. They don't yeah. come together. So what you always want to do is you want to put your lighter products on first. So like I always like spraying my water. Now the problem is, especially with these mists, is that they evaporate really quickly because they're lighter. So what you want to do is you want to start with the mist and then you layer it on with something that's thicker. So I always put my serum, the Radiant Ronnie serum, on top. Mm-hmm. The one with saffron and it's just really brightening.
0: I want to eat every product that you I know, like. that's how I feel too. <laughs> I really do. It's like, it tastes so good. I know, I wish I could just have like Not a taste. That tastes, it smells like, good everything. and I feel like it could taste good if you were to eat it, but don't try this at home, kids. So Although I mean, this, you actually could because it's just not, it's steam distilled
1: water. Like it's just yeah. roses. So you actually could just drink it. Out.
0: And like, well, explain to me like what
1: this, I mean, I use it, but what this does do for your skin? So rose has a natural, first of all, rose is amazing because it has a lot of vitamin A, yeah. which... If you know about retinol or retin-A or, you know, anything of that nature, vitamin A is really good for anti-aging. So that is what roses have in a natural format. And I like that more because, to me, it's doing it on my skin's own time so that if I use, like, let's say a topical, I feel like that's really harsh. It can over-dry, it can overcompensate, and then your skin can kind of react. This is, like, it's kind of a slower progression. Mm -hmm. But if you use it more and more, you'll notice that it brightens. It helps with, like, anti-aging kind of creates more of like a plumpness but the vitamin a is like the key
0: ingredient in a rose and so would you recommend using this day and night
1: i love it yeah i'd use a day and night and i think you have to kind of gauge you know our skin changes a lot as the seasons i mean in la maybe not so much but absolutely like so for example in the summer i'll actually put a lot of tonic on because i feel like i'm like sweating or it's like dehydrated so i'll do the tonic and then i put like a light amount of serum in the morning and i'll do my like really like nighttime intense serum application when i sleep because it's hot outside and i kind of just so i i really the two things i use is always a a water and an oil one on top of the other Mm -hmm. Um, in the winter you can do a third step which is like a moisturizer yeah and what i love about this line or just any oils in general is like if you just want to boost whatever you have, because I think it's hard to tell people like, okay, you know what? Toss like everything that you have out. It's not going to work. I mean, that's not true. What you can do is you can actually add this really easily into your routine. So if you have loved the serum, just boost whatever thing it is yeah. that you're using and add like a pump of the serum to it and just add those actives
0: and just improve whatever it is that you're using. Yeah, that's a really good tip. So that's yeah, it's a really good tip. Um, So it took two years to come about. Um, where do you see the line going next? I mean, how many SKUs do you have? Oh, um, I have, I like, literally change this every day. I have about
1: like seven That's SKUs. amazing. In two years, I have seven SKUs. Oh my God. And I've like refined it so many times. Yeah. I've like edited um, and everything keeps, I think the one constant is like everything changes all the time. And yeah. it, not in a noticeable, it's always been about the same mission. It's always been at the core about sharing this like royal feeling with the world. But... Where I see it going next, I mean, I just hope that I can connect with more people. Like, Mm -hmm. that's when I'm the happiest is, like, when I'm connecting with people, having these conversations, um, meeting people at the store level, people that say that their skin has changed or that they get reminded of, like, a grandmother or a family member or, oh, this reminds me of my childhood in India. I mean, those are things that I want to continue to do to people, and I hope that I can do it um, even on a little bit of a larger scale in the future, and I hope that that's gonna happen
0: oh it is gonna happen i really love your line i use it day and night i'm obsessed with it and i just love the story behind it i really do and i have this fascination i don't know why but i do i have this fascination with india (laughs) i feel like in my past life i was indian i just am fascinated with the culture i find it so rich kind of like my culture the Mm Armenian culture i'm just fascinated by it so i'm obsessed with your products this is interesting i've never seen this before in my life this is really cool what is this so
1: this is a console wand and the tip is actually with copper and um, a little bit of aluminum and this is supposed to be like a really purifying metal for your skin so oh. kind of like the indian version of a jade roller i would and say and how would i use it like tell me so you want to put a little serum on and you want to on clean skin you put your serum on and you start doing like kind of you know figure eights you do circular motions and it really of course helps with like lymphatic drainage and really like kind of de-puffing but the cool thing about this is that when that metal it's a very purifying one so it actually will balance your skin tone so if you have like overly acidic skin it will actually oxidize with the oil and you'll see that I mean you can wash it off it's not but it's just kind of cool that it actually balances and you can see it happening
0: and is this something that you've invented no, I, haven't, I wish I did.
1: No, I haven't invented it. But so this is actually 5,000 years old. It's like very, wow. very old. And they actually used to use it with. So the serum is also something that I didn't invent. I improved upon it. But they used to call it the Miracle Elixir in India. And it would used to be this like saffron potion. And I've, I've adapted it a bit, but they kind of go, go together. Wow. And they were created around the same time.
0: Yes, bringing it back in time. I love I that. I know. I love that. What tip would you give for people out there who are listening, who are trying to start their own business, uh, and need that like inspiration because starting your own business could be really rough. You probably, you're not going to make profits for a, a very long yeah. time. Let's be real.
1: Um, I would say that no doesn't mean never. Like that is probably my biggest advice. Mm-hmm. Like I had this dream of being in Credo Beauty and I was, I ne- before I started the line I was like I've walked into your store I fell in love I really want to be here and I gotta know it was like the that was like one of the first rejections that I got and um probably about like nine months later the buyer was like you know I really want to bring you on and I've loved this new product that you launch and and so and then now I'm in that store and and it's been such a great experience yeah and I just feel that the biggest lesson yeah is just you're going to get no a lot but that doesn't mean never and it doesn't mean your idea is bad yeah. um but to keep at it despite that sometimes
0: i feel like the setback prepares you for a bigger comeback right yes. like sometimes a no you get makes you like sit and think about like what am i doing wrong what do i need to improve to make that no turn into a yes yeah right? i agree
1: like sometimes you just if every if you had like just positive feedback you may just think that you're doing everything perfect you're just cruising in life yeah. and there's no like impetus for you to like you got to push yourself to become better than you already are Mm -hmm. right like how can you improve how can you service your client like even this much better right and so I think you do need that push and I also, also feel like yes the no is just making room for a yes that's there waiting that you just need
0: to be patient for yeah I love that those are such amazing words you guys uh thank you so much for coming on my show this thank you for so having me oh amazing conversations you guys uh ronavotte beauty make sure to check it out where can everybody find you
1: um dot and um, i'm at ronavotte on instagram but if you have any questions i mean i just like love this personal experience so feel free to reach out and um it's been such a pleasure oh
0: it's been so nice amazing thank you guys so much we'll see you guys next time Mwah!